Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. This week, we're continuing our sleepaway adventure, and tomorrow, we are launching the Kickstarter for the Skyjack soundtrack album, Skyjack's Call of the Sky. If you haven't already, please sign up for our mailing list over at bit.ly slash skyjackscrew or head to our preview page at bit.ly slash callofthesky.ks to get notified as soon as the project goes live. Now with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. Okay, I definitely thought that was a loon until now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little girl, come back, please. Um, crashing out of the, uh, like, down from the bank, um, you see uh, Soph, she's wearing pajamas. And uh, what the fuck are you doing out there? It's the middle of the night. Why are you yelling? So if there was a little, there was a little girl. I was try- she was lost. I was trying to help her get back to her campsite. There's no little girl no, here. No, she, she's in the water. You need to go find her. Are you, ser- are you fucking with me right no, now? No, I'm not fucking you with right now. I'm... Which one was she? She she didn't tell me her name. She looked, you don't know their names yet. It's, it's the it's the first night. I didn't. I don't. I know that some of you guys have like we a new did mind. a name circle. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You hear the whistle again from the lake. You can't see the little girl anymore, but the sound is getting more and more insistent, and it seems closer is than that ever her? before. I, I don't know that now. She, she walks toward that sound, so maybe if you go toward that sound, you'll find her. <laughs> Look, I do it myself, but I just I, I am not a super strong swimmer. And... Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> um, so uh, so uh, charges out into the lake. Um, they uh, yeah they, they they start swimming a strong breaststroke into the misty lake. This time, in addition to the sound, you actually hear a voice, and it sounds like it's calling out your name. Yeah, who, who, who's out there? Who is it? She's like swimming. Just keep calling your, keep, keep calling. I'll come get you. I think it, like the calling continues and gets more and more urgent and loud. Oh, can she get a token for me asking for her help to stay afloat? Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm going to take action, leaving myself vulnerable. That's a regular move for me. Um, and I'm gonna swim, swim strongly out in the direction of the voice. You can't quite tell, it sounds like a voice, but it's also, if you listen to it in a slightly different way, it would just, again, it would sound like a loon. You can't really tell, it might just be a bird, but then maybe it's a whistle, but then maybe it's a voice. Curse me for choosing a name that is easy to shout. It sounds like a bird call. (laughs) Yeah, I swim out. Is someone controlling the lake? I'm curious. Yeah, I'm the lake. Okay. Do you want to, like, what's your plan? Soph keeps swimming, uh, looking looking for this girl, trying to get closer and closer to the voice, uh, trying to trying to find anyone. Uh, she calls she calls back to Mike. Are you sure there's someone out there, out here? There was a little I girl. I don't see walked, anyone. I, I'm positive I saw. What was she wearing? Uh, she was a nightgown, I think. A, didn't so, look close. at this point, the fog has become so thick over the surface of the lake that you two can't even see each other. You're yeah. far enough out into the lake that you can just all you see mm-hmm. is the white mist covering everything, but you think you see a figure, 
But it looks, it can't be a figure because it looks like they're standing on the surface of the lake. Unless must have there's, turned around. You must have. Maybe it's or Mike. Maybe it's the dock. Maybe it's someone on the dock. Mm-hmm. Just to be careful, just to be sure, I, I swim up to it. My hand's reaching out to grab the edge of the dock. There's no dock. You're not sure at this point where the shore is or where the dock is. The figure that you saw, it seems to be the same distance away that it was before. Uh, I'm going to use a regular move, which is illustrate the power of a song. And (laughs) from outside of the mist, uh, by the actual dock, right in the field with the bunks, uh, Robin David Ash is going to start playing his guitar for Mike and Sophie. This hear. is like 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's very obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like uh, all the counselors are like, they're ready. So like, they're like, oh, 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 I gotta play a song. I gotta play a song. <laughs> so another question, like we're not supposed to role play the Lindworm in any way, but like, and, and we, our characters can't die or anything, right? Like, what's... Oh, they can die. We can, we you can, can die. absolutely we die. die. Um, if you if die, die, you can either come in as another character or really decide to play the setting elements super uh-huh. hard. Cool. So, so like, what happens like when it reaches the logical conclusion of something? Like, the Lindworm is the only antagonist, or like, so if if, if like the Lindworm is in the scene, uh, we won't uh, role play as the Lindworm. Meaning, we are not going we to speak decide. with the Lindworm's voice. We decide together what okay. the Lindworm does. Because I'm playing the lake right now, but I don't want to like get to a point where it's like yeah well i think what we just have is brendan is making a move that will allow us to uh pull soph back okay. if molly wants so yeah to get pulled i'm just back. wondering like if it is like something where it's like it's very it's a very negotiable thing okay. like uh we all sort of decide like you know if we were in the position like oh yeah soph should totally die right now we we could all decide like oh yeah soph is gonna die and this is how we'll play out it's that okay. really yeah but <laughs> this is the first yeah. night but all soph yeah. soph i don't know if you can hear it um Robin David Ash is playing a really nice song. <laughs> Robin so maybe David swim, Ash, swim, swim, swim toward either that or the sound of my voice. Whatever. Let's let's let Brendan narrate the song a little bit. Uh, it is it is the it is two o'clock in the morning, so it is the lightest, most lullaby-esque, soft guitar picking uh, from uh, from the dock. I don't think it would be uh, I don't think it you would be it would be audible over like the box fans blowing mm-hmm. in the bunks, but over the mist of the lake, it is audible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have the magic right now, um, uh, and I think even though you can barely hear Mike's voice as you've gone so far out into the lake, the sound of the guitar twanging over the lake is crystal clear. It cuts through the fog like a knife. I, um, yeah, Soph, uh, Soph hears it. Soph starts to sort of uh, uh, do like a backstroke because um, that's like the easiest swimming position uh, back to the dock. Um, she or They have gotten out really far and they are uh, a little bit scared because they've gotten a lot more tired than they thought and they're not quite sure where to go. Um, I think this counts as one of my weak moves, which is to botch a rescue in a potentially lethal <laughs> way. <laughs> um, as you are getting closer to the shore, I think you see the figure again. The fog is sort of retreating after Robin David Ash's song, but you see the figure and it still looks the same, but you realize they're actually far above the surface of the water and it seems like their legs stretch down and down and down much farther oh than God. a human's legs would be. Ooh. But then the fog dissipates and there isn't anything there. Oh, so if you heard my voice, thank God you made it back. <laughs> Mike, 
what the fuck do you think you're doing? I, I was trying to help a little girl find her bunk. I, why would you send me? There was no one out there. There was a little girl. You, you didn't see anybody out there. You're telling me honestly you didn't see anybody There's out no there. There's no one out there. You would be right. panicking right now if there was a little girl out on the lake. There was no one out there. Yeah. Uh, I think this. I think it's uh, good that Mike helped us figure out that there's a loon at the lake that sounds a lot like a Thank person. you, Robin David Ash. Robin David Ash. I saw a little girl. Uh, Jason's been harmonizing with you the whole time. <laughs> Quietly. In fact, she, she looked, she looked kind of like, she looked kind of like Melody. A chill runs down everyone's spine. Mike, I don't know what your game is, but I, I'm not a fan. Not a, there are, I'm not a fan of whatever you're doing right now. If you had a weird dream, just you're a you're a staff member now, okay? So like you gotta you gotta keep it together. I saw what I saw. Uh Robin David Ash looks over at Mike. Um uh Hey man, um do you wanna talk about what you saw? Yeah, I saw I saw I was in my bunk. There was a little girl. She asked her way, finding her way back. It was the it was the bunk all the way across the field. I tried to find it. I got lost somehow, and then she waded out into the lake. So I called the so I called the strongest swimmer I know, Soph, to come help her. And Soph wasn't able to find her. For all we know, she could still be out there. Soph, you know how impossible it is to get lost on the path from the bunk to the lake. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna tell this embarrassing story? To campers, What's this is an embarrassing Mike story. Are you gonna Are you gonna share that too to sort of humanize? I don't think um, humanize him. I'm gonna do one of my weak moves, which is be overcome by someone else's fear, anger, or grief. And uh, Robin David Ash looks at you and is fully crying, but has not changed the shape of his mouth or face. It's just full tears, <laughs> that blank face. Uh, and he says, "I don't know what I did to make you dislike me this much, but I don't think I deserve it." And I've been pretty specific. Uh, he's gonna uh, uh, walk quickly into the woods and weep. Into the woods. Into the woods. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna uh, take a token for doing my mind of weak moves and also for doing Jason's lure. Mm. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Hey, can you get a token for doing your own lore? No, not okay, for doing your checking. own lore. Uh, I have a question on our character sheets. What are these ask in italics? Uh, so these are, um, they can be metaphorical or explicit things that you're injecting into the story. Like the one that I did uh, with uh, Pea Blossom was my character looked into her eyes with a look that said, why don't you just fuck off? Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, I actually, when I do my weak move, I actually am going to ask for Soph, how has camp lost its magic for your character? Oh. So are they? Are, do they count as a move, or are they like an extra? I think it's. I think it's an in addendum to my oh, okay. move. When I yeah. do one of these weak moves, I ask you, how is now? Is that is your character me, or is your character self? Um, I like these are pretty uh, ephemeral to based on situationally what we need from them. Cool. Uh, like yeah. I think you can definitely pull one of these weak moves on yourself, mm -hmm. but you can also do it at people. I believe. Whatever I'm going to do this one at self. Yeah, that that hits. Mm -hmm. that that attack lands on Soph. <laughs> um, yeah she 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 like sort of looks or they uh so sort of looks as robin david ash is walking away and looks at mike and it's just like it is it's the first night we can't have any drama i just thought, i just want one good summer 
I just thought you could help. I thought you would be the person, you know, when I was, I felt like I was in danger, I thought you were the person who could help me the most. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay, some really cutting things have been said. I feel like this is a good place to pull this scene for the evening, which means I would like to do a scene uh, that happens during the day. Mike, where are you when Sam notices you maybe going over the emotions that you felt last night? I think I'm probably by the fire pit. Uh, it's the smoldering remains of the fire the night before. Sort of poking it with a stick. Is this like early in the morning? Yeah, yeah. I think sun's just starting to come up. I didn't really get a lot of sleep last night. I don't. Maybe didn't even go back to my bunk. If I did, it was I fitfully tossed and turned for a little bit, oh. and then went to <laughs> went to the fire pit to sort of sit and watch the sunrise. I think like getting out super early, uh, sort of dressed in light running gear is Sam. Sam usually likes to go out to the field and take a couple laps before the day uh, really starts and everybody gets called in for breakfast. She gets out and sees you over by the fire pit. Is not actually a super emotionally available person. So I think, God, let's see. I am going to intimidate uh, someone with a sudden display of emotional intensity, which is, I like Mike. I'm trying to initiate some sort of conversation or interaction with Mike, but I'm just going to do it in a super inept way. I think you look like you're focusing really hard on the fire and like I'll come up behind you and like push you as though you're going to go in but I will catch you so that you don't fall in the empress oh, of the fire because no. I think this is a super great idea Some anime bullshit <laughs> <laughs> oh god Sam hi hi uh, Wait, Mike wh what are you doing up I'm just you know I figured I want to make sure the fire was out I'm fine you don't need to worry about me I'm fine Okay. Uh, cool. Um, be be careful, okay? Could people could get hurt. Yeah, Mike, you're fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, you don't look super great, though. Actually, if I'm not, uh, if I'm gonna be honest, like, I I didn't sleep well last night. It's fine. Well, what do you mean you didn't sleep well last night? There was just there was a camper who. I thought nothing. It's nothing. I I I I had a weird dream. Hey, Mike. Uh, I think like the full on intensity of Sam like hits you. She places an arm on your shoulder. Nothing is nothing. Not here. I saw I saw a little girl. She she looked a little bit like Melody, but I didn't I didn't put that together at first. And she asked me to help her find her bunk. So I walked back with her, and then I got, I guess I got lost or turned around. And then she she disappeared into the lake. Mike, what the fuck? <laughs> I we do, so, so, we so, have to do a head count. So, so if and Robin David Ash said it was nothing. They said there was no little girl. They said I they said that I didn't see anything. Holy shit, they know better. <laughs> Everyone in this situation should fucking know better. Why am I the only person who cares about this? Mike, that that's what happens. You do you remember? Please tell me you remember. I mean, I was just a counselor in training, so I was, I was sort of on the periphery of... Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> that is exactly the sort of shit that happens. That is why we're here. That's why I'm here. All right, yeah, because we... You see me as an equal, right? You see me as someone who can, like, sort of hold his own with you and, like, together we can solve this problem? 
I think there's like a little bit of fluttering in Sam's chest as they like smile, uh, but also roll their eyes a little bit. No one's my equal, Mike. Um, asking someone if they're if I'm their equal is my one of my weak moves. So. <laughs> oh my god, that is such a weak move. That's a good weak move. This is the most perfect comedic character archetype. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's go. Let's go do a head count. Let's do it. Yeah. At this that's, point, Peace Blossom walks out, taking her her morning invigorating stroll. She sees this interaction happening rolls her eyes and loudly groans <laughs> not trying to insert herself into the interaction but also definitely hoping that they hear her morning p that is not my name and you know it it used to be this never been my name what are you talking about i have called you that for literally years and you've always been wrong okay uh, do neither- i call you like saw just not your name, just like the first part of your name, but not your name. I could pull that off. Saw, that's a bad name. I'll tell you, it's bad. <laughs> You're like stupid. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Okay, we need to do a head count. All right, I'm. You think I'm not on it? I'm always on it. I know where my campers are at all times. Okay, where are your okay. campers? Hey, P. I am Don't not. Don't call me P. P. Blossom. Peas Blossom. My God. Peas Blossom. Peas Blossom. I it's am a not family name. I am not making an accusation against you right now, okay? I'm not making an what accusation. What are you doing? What are you and Mike doing? Please tell me that you remember. Confirm that for me before I continue this conversation. Remember what? What are you talking? The the thing. Fucking Melody. What happened when we were fucking kids? Please well, tell me you remember because of course every- I remember, but we can't. Okay. Let that hey, stop hey. this summer from being a magical experience for our campers. Yes, yes. The summer, magic, fun, cool. We are here. A okay? window slides open on a cabin and Jason pokes his head out. Hey, y'all, some of us are um, still trying to sleep. Sorry, I was just Jason. on my way to sound the morning wake-up call when Can these clowns... Can you please clowns... come to me? I need to talk to you and I need Mike to be there. Yeah, because I'm part does of this. That... <laughs> Jason right. just climbs out of okay. the window and walks over. Do y'all need to talk about this right now? Yes, yes. Jason, Jason please. Jason, if you please. could start waking up the campers, I was going to call the morning wake-up call, but uh, apparently Sam needs to talk to me. Sam, yeah, Sam is, like, really trying to talk, but also let other people talk, and, like, you can see her muscles, like, start to shake as she is, like, trying to keep it in. I need to have this conversation, and I need to have it now before... Everything goes down. It feels like I remember what happened when we were kids, right? You remember what happened? Jason pulls one of his regular moves, which is he puts a hand on your shoulder and just nods silently and then walks away to wake up the kids because my move is communicate with silence better than words can Uh, that's not better I always (laughs) feel like Jason understands so yeah like okay Jason remembers Mike remember Pea Blossom Pea Blossom you say you remember I feel like everybody is acting like we don't know what can happen out here look I I I wouldn't have come back here if I didn't believe in the in the heart in the spirit of this camp. We don't know what happened to Melody. We like Peace Blossom. Last night, Mike got lost between two cabins 
and walked down the path and he ended up at the fucking lake. Well, that was really stupid of no, him. No, he's saying that in a spooky way, not in an I'm incompetent way. Yeah, well. that's impossible. Like, think about it for a second. Even for Mike or anyone, even the newest camper here, can't follow a path between cabins and go to the lake. That is not possible. Please, please confirm for me. I know this is, we need to be stronger than this. We can't let the lake or the woods or the field get to us. This is, we're supposed to protect these kids because this is going to be a magical summer. And that means we can't walk off to the lake. We can't get lost. We have to protect, we have to be here. We have to protect these kids. I'm gonna invite the Linworm to act upon the group. Yes, yes, Yay. yes. <laughs> okay. Lindy. Ooh. These are some dangerous oh, guards. Oh no, it's early morning. <laughs> it is, the Lindworm does not like mornings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't even talk to me till I've Lindwormed my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the Lindworm's such a Garfield. Uh, so the uh, six of clubs is confusion, mists pushing people against each other. One camper lashes out against another. Who, why? The Jack. A camper was found dead, <gasps> mouth stuffed full of wooden sticks and eyes gouged out. Remove a camper card from the corkboard. So the campers that we have fucking established for ourselves and the king, a camper was found dead, skin peeled <gasps> off. Gravy. Unrecognizable. Remove a camper card from the corkboard and replace it with a new camper. So, um, wow. We're all going to close our eyes right now and hum, and whoever got the Lindworm will knock when they're done. Mm. Oh my god, that was a knock. Oh no, someone is dead! Is that the skinning or the mouth of sticks? That's mouthful of sticks, baby. <gasps> that's so scary. Oh, that's too many ah. sticks. So okay. who, who was it? Who ended up? So the campers that I have established for us, I put down Trey, who's right. the kid who talks like this, and he speaks and says what others won't. We also have Amelia, who leads people astray, and Sarah, who charges I think into it was danger. the girl who found the whistle, right? Yeah, which yeah, was, I think Amelia. It was Amelia. Oh. Um. Wait, I'm doing wake-ups. Hold right? on, sorry. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I think I'm going. Now, what is this? The, the Jack of Clubs uh -huh. means found dead, uh, her mouth full of sticks, yes. right? Well, I will point out that when the Lindworm acts, we are allowed to make a strong move to reduce the impact of what the Lindworm has done. I will be making a strong move to reinterpret the Lindworm's play, redirecting it with raw emotion. Mm. The way I choose to interpret this, let me know if this is not how the game is supposed to be played, is, was this Amelia or Sarah? Amelia. Amelia had a stick in her mouth because she had a seizure and she has to be sent home and she can't, isn't allowed back at camp all summer because she's, been, she's gonna be diagnosed with epilepsy. Wow. Ooh. That's better than the alternative. That is better. That's true. That is better. Yeah, there's one thing that I do have to point out. Even when we reduce the Lindworm's action, if it says there is a death, something oh, yeah. must die. So it doesn't have to be a camper. 
No. No, don't you so dare. Generally speaking, uh, what the, the rule book says about the lindworm is it kills animals before people, adults no. before children, and children last of all. So Okay, well we, we could haven't, lose Magnifico. We haven't even interacted with Magnifico yet, so I don't think that this is the right time. This is... Do you think that maybe one of like like the camp cooks was found? Probably just a heart attack while they were preparing. And maybe she just was really hungry and there were some sticks nearby. Oh, heart attack? Uh, they had a heart attack, but they fell onto some skewers. Shish she kebab. was getting ready for so so that happened kebab that happened night. that happened at the same time this girl was having a seizure or I think what? it did happen at exactly the same time but no one knows that yeah there's oh, no way to gotcha. confirm that this is this is like kitchen staff stuff like remember the, a member of the kitchen staff died yeah which is like not we we just run programming oh, here gotcha. on the land like the kitchen staff but is this different. particular kitchen staff employee has been here at the camp for 15 years yes so worked here when melody was a camper yes yeah uh, so we kind of just as you're dealing as we're dealing with amelia um and and calling the doctors we see ambulances show up we think at first like it's our ambulance it's our ambulances like wow they got here so quickly uh but then we see them go to the kitchen and uh we see a stretcher being brought out and one other detail I think about this uh, kitchen staffer is that there is a whistle wrapped around their neck. Oh, my God. So Amelia has gone home because of a seizure. Soph uh, walks up to, I think, uh, Peas Possum, um, where both we both can see. And I think Mike, um, we both can see uh, the, the stretcher. Uh, and uh, Soph walks up and is just kind of tense and... So we think it's happening again, right? It seems like it. Are you 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 asking my opinion for real? It was an it was a I was asking the group. Okay. Yeah, it's happening again. Okay. Okay. Um, Peace Blossom is going to use uh, one of her strong moves. She's going to reinterpret the Linworm's play in a way that protects the campers. Hmm. So, whatever just happened here. This is, it's, it's, we're not going to let it ruin the summer for us. We're not going to let it stop our, our fun, the joy of being at camp. We are just going to have to be more vigilant. We're going to have to guard these campers day and night. We're going to have to stay up in shifts to make sure that nothing like this happens again. All right. So this was just... This was this was the one thing that the yeah. Linworm did, yeah. and and now it won't happen again. We so, can get them through this. So 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 if you you believe me now, the last night I saw, I saw something. Um. Yeah. I guess. I guess. And okay. we believe each other from now on. When yeah. when someone and we believe campers. When someone says some weird shit happened, we know some weird shit happened, right. and we know why. Regardless of that camper or counselor's level of experience. Or competence, or previous times getting lost over very short distances. We believe everybody. Can we say going forward that if a mysterious camper comes to you, then find someone else, maybe take a buddy? I didn't. I didn't know they were mysterious at the time. They just looked like a little girl who was vaguely resembled maybe an old a friend of mine that something 
horrible happen too i am going to do one of my weak moves which is misinterpret uh someone's words or actions as an insult um <laughs> and i just like turn to peas blossom and so sharply say leave mike alone okay hey i've, I've, I've got this I, I've, I got this sam don't what is your problem you have been picking on him and ignoring the real shit that has been going down and 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 now like God knows what could have happened last Sam, night. Sam, it's okay. I can I can defend from myself. What is your myself. deal? Why are do you? What is? Why are you? I'm just because we could fucking die, or one of the kids could fucking die. That's what my deal you is. You think I'm not trying to stop that? Everything I'm doing is to protect the campers. This should be a great summer for them, and we are not gonna let this ruin it for them. They were they're gonna love this. It seems like you care more about the summer than people's lives. Uh, we wouldn't be move. here. Weak move. Get involved in a conflict on your business and try to mediate. Um. Hey. I don't know what you guys need to do to work out whatever your specific shit is, but it should happen sooner rather than later. Because well, right I now, think that we Sam to... should just go talk to Mike because that's all she wants to do. So Peace Blossom, you want to fuck Sam so bad that it's making you bad at your job. What are you saying to me right now? I am protecting the campers. I don't care about anything. I don't care about Sam oh, at yeah, all. Oh, yeah, I am interpreting that as an insult, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, Sam, like, first of all, blushes harder than, like... <laughs> There are two times Sam's face gets this red uh, when caught in the throes of serious athletic competition and when anyone suggests that she wants to kiss the person who she knows is her fucking enemy, Peas Blossom. <laughs> uh, she turns to you uh, and screams, shut the fuck up, that's so fucking gross. And she runs off to go split wood and calm down. <laughs> there she goes again. All right, I'm going to go check in with the kids and... Um, While all this is happening, the children have all come out of the bunks. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and Jason, not knowing how to handle children, has just let it happen. And they have seen everything. Uh, one of my regular moves. Guys, do you think we should go somewhere else? Do you think we should take this? Uh, and yeah. that was one of my Mike weak is, moves, Mike which is, is Mike is right. shut down. Okay, you guys deal with us yourself. Robin David is going to look at Soph and say, uh, Soph, um, somebody should talk to Sarah. I'm happy to do it, but I feel like it might be more meaningful if it was you. Yeah, I'll check in with her. Okay, good. Hey heroes, welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, I gotta remind you that this week on Tuesday, we are launching the Kickstarter to Skyjack's Call of the Sky, the first album of the Skyjack soundtrack. It's full of incredible songs composed and performed by Arnie Parrott based on the world of Sphere from our campaign podcast. I have been dying to share these songs with all of you, and I am so excited that the Kickstarter is finally here because it means we're going to be able to give you all of these songs at a professional quality. If you haven't already, you can sign up to be notified as soon as the Kickstarter launches by signing up for our mailing list at bit.ly slash skyjackscrew or visiting the preview page for our Kickstarter at bit.ly slash call of the sky KS. 
Before we get back to the episode, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon, but we are between our lists currently. There is one person who wanted to make sure that we got to their name, and that is Sailor Jupiter who actually got a tattoo based on the campaign podcast. So thank you so much for your support. And thank you for keeping the forces of the Negaverse at bay. If you too would like to hear your name on air and support this network, you can head over to patreon.com slash one shot podcast and sign up to become a backer. Those folks help us make amazing series like this by paying for my flights and for editing work by people like Tracy Barnett. So once again, head to patreon.com slash one shot podcast to sign up and become a supporter today. And now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. All right, kids. Let's all go to breakfast and uh, let's get out of here. Come on. I'm sorry. I was a little harsh last night. Twice. Um, I'm a little bit on edge. Is there anything I can do? Um, you're so important to these kids, and I'm glad you're here. While you guys are doing this, I'm walking away with the campers trying to explain to them that it's we don't hate each other and convincing them in the process that everybody hates each other, thereby trying to explain <laughs> to the camper and getting it all wrong. So I'll take a, take a token for that. Um, <laughs> let's see what camper you've done that to. Ooh, um, it is the Ace of Hearts, um, an energetic uh, person who exceeds containment. Um, so <laughs> I, like, yeah, Timothy is like just so fucking amped, got that undiagnosed ADHD <laughs> um, uh, and like is amped in a way like, ooh, everybody's fighting. <laughs> no, no, Timothy, that's not what's happening. Look, I, there, um, there are some things you don't know about. Anyway, I think, <laughs> I think that can happen off camera. <laughs> yeah. Blossom is going to <laughs> use a weak move um, and act in a way that upsets and spoils the heart of the camp and talk to uh, Timothy as well. Said, Look around, Timothy. All these people that you think are your friends right now, in a few years, they're just going to totally be people that you can't even stand. So you know what? Enjoy your childhood <laughs> while you can. <laughs> Because it just all gets worse from this here. This is the person who wants everyone to have a magical <laughs> summer? Um, I think, I don't know if I triggered your lure mm-hmm. by asking for your help specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to take a Oh, token. yeah, you can take it. Oh, can I get one too? Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin David Ash is going to do a call and respond. He's going to do one of his regular moves and call out and wait for a response from all the campers that are waiting for breakfast. So he's going to go, top hat! And then all the campers say, Gettysburg. Top hat. This is a camp thing for us. All right, guys. So this morning, um, we're going to be doing, I know we said it was going to be a hot breakfast. It's going to be cold breakfast this morning. Um, There's a big groan. Aww. It's all right, guys. But we're going to get cereal and milk. Uh, guys, if you can drink. Did Amelia kill the, the kitchen worker? Evelyn? N- guys, Amelia did not did kill Did they get in a anybody. fight? Uh, everyone, uh, everyone take a seat where you are. Three, two, one, sit. With a little bit of reluctance, they do sit. All right, quiet coyotes, right? Put up your quiet coyotes. Quiet coyotes got twice as many ears as mouths because he listens twice as much as he talks. Okay, guys, Amelia got sent home. Uh, because we think that um, she might be struggling with epilepsy. We, she had a seizure last night, and it's not safe for her to be at camp right now. So her parents came and picked her up. 
uh, or rather their parents are meeting her at the hospital where they're going to take her home. Is it contagious? Are we going to catch epilepsy? You guys are all either in middle school or high school age. We need a better grasp of biology. Just top <laughs> to bottom, you are not going to catch epilepsy. Uh, I heard that you're not supposed to put anything in the mouth of someone who has epilepsy, but someone put a stick in her mouth, I heard. Yeah, a camper got a wild idea and tried to help. Um, guys, don't jam stuff in each other's mouths. Just sort of whatever's happening, keep your, keep your stuff uh, out of the other kids' mouths, okay? Um, okay. And uh, also, guys, um, uh, we just want you guys to all be safe. So uh, that means uh, please, you know, leave the almond milk for people that have a lactose allergy. Okay, that's not for everybody. What if we like how it tastes better? <sighs> Candace, no, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> you can't. I. It, that's what I mean, right? Obviously, you would drink the almond milk because you liked it more. That's the, that's the implied bad reason to have almond If milk. I have cow's milk, my, my tongue swells up. Yeah. Jeremy can't have cow's milk, so he's got to have almond milk. Jeremy's another if kid who talks exactly like that. Milk, <laughs> I have a nut allergy, so then I would my tongue would also swell up. Right, what so happens you don't then? drink almond milk. You drink regular milk, right? But I, I don't like milk at all. So you're going to eat dry cereal, I guess. If you don't like any kind of milk, do you want to? Tiffany, what do you do to solve this problem at home during the normal year? Can I put orange juice on my cereal? Yes, you can all put orange juice Yay! on your cereal. Okay? I put orange juice on my cereal too. It's going to taste gross and you're going to ruin a bunch of cereal. <laughs> so just a heads up to you guys, okay? Oh my God, Tiffany, the three of spades, is cursed and followed by bad luck. <laughs> Tiff, I'm telling you, you can't, I really don't recommend that you do this. <laughs> Tiffany has an undiscovered orange allergy that she hasn't actually noticed yet. <laughs> but she excitedly pours the orange juice into her Frosted Flakes. <laughs> five minutes later, no rules. five minutes later, Robin David Ash is over a swollen-headed Tiffany mm -hmm. going, how have you never encountered orange juice before? How is this the first... It's a good thing we have a nurse's cap. <laughs> hey, is this yeah. epilepsy? <laughs> oh my god, it's spreading! Oh, no! It is not spreading. Everyone relax. Everyone calm Guys, down. Guys, we don't even know if it's epilepsy. The <laughs> I've said too much already. <laughs> <laughs> Any adult saying, I've said too much already. Perfect. Mm, delicious. This is going to be a magical summer! <laughs> Jason has followed Sam out to the woods. Yeah, Sam Sam is at this place on the edge of the woods uh, where, like, I, I think log splitting is actually, like, kind of a class and activity. I, I think there is, like, a CrossFit elective that, like, <laughs> Sam suggested and, like, pushed for and was like, oh, we can create resources for the camp while we work out. And so, like, there is this rhythmic thudding of uh, an axe against uh, logs uh, on the ground. Um, I think Sam cannot exactly split a log with one chop, but, like, that is her goal by the end of the summer, to be able to do that. Um, so there's, there's that initial thunk, and then another one is she raises the axe with the log still on it, which eventually, like, chops the wood. I'm going to use one of my um, 
regular moves, which again, I'm gonna communicate with silence better than words, and I'm going to select a, a better piece of wood for you and place it down. Sam like freezes up when someone is there and like sighs, then takes in a deep breath and cuts into the wood splits it, the wood like shoots out either side and like turns around uh, to face Jason like and they make she makes eye contact with him and like just his presence is calming a little bit and also you know I got some chance to like work through some of those feelings physically you gotta aim for the right grain you fight against the grain it's gonna be a lot harder Jason, I feel like I shouldn't be fighting anyone. I, I, I know it's been a long time. I thought we were all on the same page. I really did. I am going to make a strong move, uh, which is reveal my true feelings. I'm not ready for this to happen again. This whole time, year after year since Melody, I have been coming back here, trying to get stronger and stronger. And this thing can fucking lead people from the cabins to, to, to the lake. Like, no one's strong enough for that. And everybody is acting like, oh, we're just finding some really fucked up coincidences. Well, I think if we don't start talking to each other, it's gonna be a lot harder. There's one of that thing. There's more of us. Okay, can you be real with me? You told me last night that you had a feeling about something. What is that? I'm gonna use one of my regular moves, which is ask the woods for advice. <laughs> <laughs> Jason just turns towards the trees and yeah. stares. Jason, Jason takes a moment Here's a question. I know the woods is a place. Mm -hmm. Does someone want to play the woods and provide advice or should I just make up? Yeah, I think somebody who's not currently in this scene uh, could play as the woods. That might make it easier. Where's the woods, Who has uh, the woods? setting? Uh, I, moment sheet? I think you have the woods, Jason. I, I, now I am handing them to someone else. This is the longest conversation Jason has had <laughs> in like two years. So you're, ask, you're asking the woods a question. Yeah, I'm asking the woods for advice in uh What was your what was your exact I so I asked you like you said you felt something last night because like you've been asking the woods for advice and Sam to peel back the curtain is terrified of all this supernatural shit and she doesn't trust any of it. I'm going to say that Jason had kind of let some of what he felt slip away much in the same way that you kind of forget the details of a dream and he's going to um close his eyes and ask the woods for advice on remembering what it was that so unnerved me and just wait for a vision of some kind i think one of the woods moves is to express the woods pain so the vision that you sense is something dark and wounded at the center of the woods Possibly it's a vision of the oldest tree in the woods, of just something something that once strong gone rotten. Oh, shit. And 
<laughs> and that that is, and then you just feel you feel something like a your, your gut twists as you see this. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Um, okay. Um, it's coming back. I think there's something funky deep in the woods. Something at the heart of the woods. Yeah, I'm th- that, remember that that old that old tree, the one the one you said the kids was under. Shit, yeah. Something up with it. As you guys are talking, Soph marches up to you guys. They're looking uh, really determined, but also a little bit excited. Um, and they uh, walk over to the stump where you are chopping wood, and they slam down the whistle. I, I think, like, something in Sam's chest, like, just drops seeing it. They yeah. would not, they would recognize that anywhere. Sarah and Amelia brought this out of the woods last night. It's not dirty. It looks like it is, they didn't find it on the ground. I think Melody's alive. And I think we have to save her. You're, you're kidding me. I'm not kidding. We know that crazy shit is happening, so let's do something about it. No, I, I agree. I just think it's taunting us. That, that, that's my take well, on I it. I don't. Well, I hope you're right. So, um, Mike said that he saw Melody. If it's using her face or something, she might be out there. She might be captured or something. So, yeah, let's, let's do something about it. Okay? Yeah, I, yeah, no might, more, might, no uh, more freaking out. Okay, Sam, can you, like, get it together? So, if I might need your help on this one, um... Uh, we were just talking about, um, I think there's something up with that tree in the woods. Yeah. That you're, um, oh god, what was, um, the name? What, what was it? Start, starts with a, an, an M. Melody? Can't quite place it. Um, that, I think, I think that there's something at the tree about it. Yeah, that was the last place anyone saw her. Yeah, the, the woods, the woods are um, real gut punched about that tree. Okay, I don't know what to do with that. But, but you're the I know that, that Sam helps. has a weapon, and maybe we all could get together and just let's go chop the tree down. You've got an axe; it's right there. Oh, oh. let's chop down the tree. I mean, if, the, if chopping down the tree is going to put an end to this, like, I'll do it in a second. I just want to do something, you know? I mean, so if I'm right there with you, okay? I, I, I want to do something. Jason, you're all up in the woods. Is that the play? Uh, uh, Jason is a little nervous about this, but, uh, yep. I think so. Right. At this point, a frisbee flies through the air and smacks into a tree next to you. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> As uh, Peace Blossom is leading the campers in a rousing game of frisbee golf in order to lighten oh. the mood. Uh, so now suddenly campers are, are scampering oh, about all hell. around you. And uh, Peace Blossom runs in just uh, supervising. P, come on. This is summer camp. What We're... Playing frisbee golf. We're having a great time. Near the axe? Well, take the axe. Why do you have an axe? <laughs> Jesus Christ. For CrossFit. Splog splitting. All right. Well, we're playing frisbee golf. Would you like to join us? We're having fun. We're having a magical summer. 
okay, we got to run activities. So we'll put a pin in this for now. And, and Soph, uh, Jason, I think this is a good play. Um, Why? What? Somebody else, please tell Peace Blossom about it. Okay. What's happening? I'll fill you in. Uh, I know that Robin David Ash and talked to Soph about talking to Sarah, but uh, do you think, did Soph talk to Sarah already, you think, or no? Um, no, I think they got distracted. <laughs> Uh, I think Robin David Ash sees that uh, Soph is distracted uh, and goes to uh, goes would like to start a scene in the field with Sarah, the camper. Sarah is heroic and charges towards danger. Hey, what's up? Uh, hey, Sarah. Um, yeah. I wanted to chat with you for a sec because. Mm-hmm. I know that Amelia was a really close friend of yours at camp and she got sent home this morning. Yeah, she caught that epilepsy that's going around. Do do you really believe that? I don't even know anymore. You're just too deep in the bit? (laughs) 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 Robin David Ash really says that. It's like, I get it. No, bits get out of hand at camp. I'm sorry. I'm joking because I'm totally freaked out. It's okay. It's fine to be freaked out. Um, can I? I'm not crying. It's just allergies here. Um, I totally get it. When Sarah says the allergies thing, which is a lie, I'm gonna do a strong move, which is to help someone find their voice. Amelia might be uh, more sick than we thought, and mm-hmm. so she might not be coming back this summer. Okay. You guys had a really strong connection. Mm-hmm. We watched TikToks. Yeah, I know you watch TikToks. I want to make sure you're okay. And if you need time, if you need to sit out workshops, if you need anyone to talk to, if you want to talk to me or to Peace Blossom or myself or to anybody, you know that you can do it, right? Okay. It's just there's been a lot of yelling lately, so I'm not really sure who to talk to because it seems like there's a lot of fights. Yeah, there have been a lot of fights. What do you, uh, and I'm going to do the, the strong move and ask that I have, um, which is what does your character most want to hear from mine right now? Uh, so what does Sarah most want to hear from uh, Robin David Ash right now? I think she wants to hear that it's going to be safe to explore. I think she's a little afraid of the boundaries, whereas she used to feel comfortable charging all over the place. There are hard edges at this camp, and you're an older camper now, and I think you might have grown up the past couple summers thinking that every edge was soft, because for the younger campers, that's mostly true. But when feelings start getting involved, and you make really close friends, mm-hmm. that maybe you have really strong feelings for. Yeah, like Amelia. Sure, that's sort of what I'm implicitly, mm-hmm. yeah. I just wanted to make it clear. No, I'm glad you made it explicit, <laughs> that's great. I'm glad that we're talking about it openly. Those edges that were like bumpers in a bowling lane, they get a lot sharper and they can get really painful. And what I want you to know is that uh, pain is inevitable, but that pain can't destroy you. And that getting hurt is a part of life. And you are safe to feel those feelings and to explore them too, because they're gonna be scary at first but they're 
feelings, just like every other feeling you have, and they're worthy of understanding. Okay. But can I run around in the woods and, and watch TikToks? Oh, you meant literal exploring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you meant it figuratively. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm good. Yeah, for sure. The woods are great, yeah. Okay, that's that's okay. The woods are great. The woods are categorically not great. (laughs) No, for you, the woods are great. I don't want you to be afraid of the woods. If the woods are unsafe, it's because we think they're unsafe. So it's self-fulfilling. It's like like mind over matter? Yeah, it's like mind over matter. Okay. Now, I could be wrong because the world that we're in is very filled with metaphors. So (laughs) it's possible that there is sort of a Jungian level in which the woods are actually unsafe, which would be one understanding of what's happening. But on a different level, the woods represent something which is just frightening, and they actually are safe if you approach them the right way. I kind of checked out when you said metaphors because I'm not good at English class. Gotcha, Sarah. Well, this has been good. And <laughs> this kid is dying. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here. At this point, a frisbee flies in. <laughs> it's Sarah on the Ow! head. Heads up. Heads you- up. <laughs> they're going to play through here. This That's is 15 the- points for me. <laughs> we might not know how to play frisbee golf, but we are having fun. So, yeah, um, there's people to talk to, and um, if you're feeling strong feelings, that's okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, I put down on Sarah's card here a lesson that I think she took away from here, uh, which is pain is inevitable and the woods are safe. (laughs) So. Right. This is being said like I'm wrong and I'm right. <laughs> the pain happened immediately with the frisbee to the head. So yeah. yes, thank you. The universe has universe proven has Robin provided. David Ash correct. Yeah. Was this was the frisbee a metaphor? No, that's a real frisbee. That <laughs> you, had. you could say that the frisbee is also a metaphor for the absurdity of life, but it also is a real frisbee that hits you in the head. Okay, I'm gonna go play with the frisbee then. The metaphorical one or the literal one? Yes. <laughs> cool. Um, so feels like we need a, a lindworm. Yeah, I think it's about time. You gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? Are you yeah, inviting yeah. the lindworm? I'm calling that lindworm. Lindy. <laughs> Stack up my tokens. Yeah, Jesus. Ooh, I feel got an I- ace out there. Feel that I treated a camper as an adult, which is oh, take a take lure. a token. <laughs> yeah, probably some mostly good things. Yeah, this look good. There's I see some, some hearts. hearts. Yeah, That's there's like, an ace of hearts. Hearts, hearts are generally the gentlest thing, but we've also milled through a lot of them, so we'll see how this works out for us. Okay, so we have the five of hearts, which is small kindness, a gift. Today reminds you of a dream you once had. And the ace of hearts, the smell uh, the smell after rain, dew drops on grass, nostalgia found in the mud. Create and add a new item. And then for clubs, the two of clubs is jolted awake, reality melting, campers having nightmares during the day. Ooh. So now we will close our eyes and allow the lindworm to act. Okay, that was the Ace of Hearts. 
which is the smell after rain, dew drops on grass, nostalgia found in the mud, create a new item to add to the web. I think we probably find another thing of Melanie's, right? Melody? Melanie? Melody. Melody. <laughs> it's her name tag. <laughs> Part of it is obscured by mud. <laughs> We're not sure what it says. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one of us is down by the lake, the lake shore, looking to see if there any hints of this, you know. Yeah, I think that Sofa would definitely go down to the lake. Um, maybe with, actually, yeah, Sofa would be like, hey, Mike, can you? Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Just show me, like, exactly where you were. Maybe it's like a letter, like a letter home to her parents or something. Oh. And it's like you remember her writing this letter because you were with her, but something about it is different than you remember. Also, it was never sent. It was never yeah. sent. I, was she was she writing it the day that all this happened? Yeah. It's one of those like postcards that you get pre-filled out with your parents' address at does camp. It, does it start sweet and then descend into like graphic burners? <laughs> or, does it have, or, does it have, or does it have a sigil on it? Does it have like a weird sigil on it? it was, if it was like a postcard that she never sent, so it starts out like the letter that she wrote, but then it's been finished by it's someone else. It's a postcard, uh, and the front of the postcard is the old, the oldest tree in the woods. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like Greetings old-timey. from camp. Oh, yeah, and, 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 and old-timey National Park style yes. pacing. On oldest it. tree in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> in the background on the photograph, you can just see a few people trekking through the woods, but it's an old enough photograph that they're just a little blurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's like, yeah, it starts out sweet, dear mom and dad, having a good time at camp like got some poison ivy on my foot but it's fine yeah and then i think it's just maybe talks about how she never she thinks she's this she's not gonna make it back for some reason or... i think it just starts turning into one word over and over oh, again which is yeah. just soph i like soph. the idea of us getting soph. something soph. useful out of it too like that's super creepy and i love that uh. um but this is an object that we're adding to the web so uh Maybe there's like a symbol or something that's like been scribbled on it or something that's been taped to it. Like, I don't know, but I love that soph chanting at the (laughs) end of it. Yeah, I think in the place where a stamp would go, um, there's been a symbol written. Yeah. Um, And we, yeah, we sort of, we go down to the lake shore together. Um, I'm trying to just figure out exactly where this like girl that you saw was who definitely wasn't there, but whatever. And, um, yeah, at the, at the foot of the lake, um, it's sort of sticking out of the mud. Right. So I use my one of my uh, regular actions is to find something old and forgotten by the Ooh. other players. So, so look at this. Look. What is it's, that? It's, it's a postcard. Maybe it's a clue. It's, it looks like it's – does this look like a clue to you? Um, yeah, so peers closer. I think that's – okay. Yeah, I hate this. Okay, it's me- it's Mel- Melody's handwriting. Yeah, you recognize that handwriting anywhere because you carved it into a tree. Like yeah. both of you carved initials into a tree. I so. remember her writing this on the bed. She got interrupted. We had to go do frisbee golf or something, and she didn't get to finish it. But she was going to finish it later. Well, it's it's finished. It's full up here. Oh my, oh my God, read it. Yeah, uh, she, yeah. Soph looks at it. <sighs> This is just really pissing me off. I do not. I hate this. I hate this so much. We have to do something about this. Well, she's got to be alive, right? I I don't know how you would take that from this. It seems like she wrote the second part of the letter. That doesn't look like her handwriting. 
well, maybe she, I don't know. Okay. Look, it's there's a picture of the the old tree on the front. That seems to be like. I mean, you guys were close to this than I was. What what is what is the what connection did Melly have to that old tree? Did she? She would just hang out there. She said it was like her quiet spot. It was the last place. Um, it wasn't me. Someone, a different, a different camper saw her, uh, Jeremiah. She was just hanging out there with a book, I think, and that was the last time anyone saw her. So I don't know. Well, maybe we, maybe we need to go back there. Maybe we need to go. Yeah. Excellent. So half of us have decided to chop down this tree, and the other half are like going to go look for clues. <laughs> There has to be a confluence of these oh, groups. Sure. Like, that's definitely what mm -hmm. needs to happen. Music for this episode of One Shot was provided by Scott Buckley under a Creative Commons Attribution International 4.0 license. The songs used for Sleepaway are Firefly, Homeward, Dragon's Lullaby, Rainbows, Jade, Legionnaire, Crusader, Cobalt, Extrapolation, and Light in Dark Places. Additional music, entitled His Last Share of the Stars, was provided by Dr. Turtle under a Creative Commons license. All sound effects provided courtesy of freesound.org also via a Creative Commons license. The Sleepaway series was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find them and more of their work online at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with the conclusion to Sleep Away. In the meantime, if you're looking for other great gaming shows, check out one of the other shows here on the One Shot Network. Like All My Fantasy Children. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast powered by you. Each week, best friends Aaron Catano Saez and Jeff Stormer take a listener-submitted prompt and, using some of their favorite tabletop RPGs, create an original fantasy character. Along the way, they populate a shared universe one story at a time. They share laughs, stories, and verbal hugs along the way. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And heroes, this week I want to make sure that you are A, registered to vote, and B, doing everything you can to support Black Lives Matter protesters. Heroes, if you're anything like me, the world seems incredibly awful. It's difficult to wake up every day and read the news, and you worry about the future constantly. Thankfully, there is something that we can do about it. The first is voting. Voting is not going to fix these issues, but we can mitigate the harm that vulnerable people are experiencing. We owe it to ourselves and everyone suffering to do everything we can to prevent further harm from happening. And partially that means making sure your voice is heard this November. Most states allow you to register online, and even if you've registered for previous elections, it's a good idea to make sure that your name is still on voter rolls. Many states are also doing mail-in ballots this year. However, the post office is having its resources taxed from within. 
So in order to ensure that your mail-in ballot is counted, be sure to contact your local election board and see where you can drop off mail-in ballots. That way, you won't have to vote in person and wait on long lines and stand in enclosed areas. The other thing we can do to fight for a better world is protest, communicating your beliefs directly to the people who make decisions in a visible and unignorable way. There are a lot of changes that need to happen to our country in order to make it more equitable. That road is going to be long with incremental victories and lots of setbacks. Keeping up constant pressure is a big part of how we're going to make those changes. Now, not everyone can go out and protest. However, we can support the people who do by donating to local bail funds and making sure they have the resources they need to protest safely. Contribute where you can and keep fighting. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.